Hey guys, welcome back. Got another episode for you. Hope you like it. I got the opportunity to meet up with um, a like-minded individual. His name is JB Muniz. He's the guest on today's show. Great guy, down to earth, humble, all the all the good things you could say about a person. You'll you'll hear in the podcast uh, that we we met in a in a unconventional place. We talked up at an airport, and we got each other's Instagram. And throughout the throughout the last year, but just back and forth, just supporting each other on on our endeavors. And when I started the podcast, I knew he was one of the people that I wanted to reach out to. He's a social media marketer, and in today's age, you get a lot of people that are about the hype. And I really wanted to get him on the show to really talk about the ins and outs, what social media marketing really is, how he got into it, and what his plans are in the future to kind of grow his brand. So hopefully you guys enjoy this as much as I loved recording it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome JB Muniz with Aliba Digital. So we're back. Um, I got a special guest today, um, and we'll kind of get into the story on how we met. Um, but first and foremost, thanks, bro, for uh, coming on to the show. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I'm trying to help as well. Awesome. All right, so so to give a little backstory for, for the people listening to this, um, we actually met at an airport in Dallas, um, which uh, you kind of – you can meet – people in, in different different places different areas and yeah, yeah. it's it's really about being comfortable in your own skin and and branching out um, I don't know who approached who I think you're behind me or what whatever but what kind of like have you always been a sociable like person where you just kind of can strike up a conversation with anyone not really man like to be honest I was super shy I was like in high school growing up. Like in high school was like a like a troublesome years for me. Got into like uh, you could say trouble with the law and just in school in general, and not trying to finish up to class or whatever. Um, but I was always kind of like my self esteem was kind of low, you know. But as I progressed, I guess in life, it kind of like figured that nobody really uh, cared. I guess you could say, and I started opening up more to people and just being more open and striking conversations wherever I could. Yeah, and that, that that's an interesting, you know, development. A lot of people, um, they can either be, you know, very extrovert or introvert, but what people yeah. kind of forget is it's both of those are really skills that you, I mean, being able to talk to people is a skill that you have to develop before we get further, yeah. man, tell me, uh, tell me and, and pretty much anyone that's listening to this, what, what you currently do and what you're into. So right now I do marketing specifically, 
uh, Facebook advertisements and web design for clients. Right now, I'm taking multiple different industries, you could say, like landscaping, uh, plumbers, and restaurants. So I'm kind of scattered in that sense, but pretty much all you pretty much what you can say is I just work with Facebook ads and try and get people leads that way. Okay, so um, to kind of go further into that, uh, social media marketing, um, which social is a media. huge, huge industry now because of traditional advertising losing a lot of revenue to like Facebook because marketing for anyone that doesn't know is is you sell based on where the eyes are and right now i mean they're glued to our phones um digital marketing is a specialty skill um, tell, tell me a little bit about like your process as far as you know getting a client working with client and then you know at the end of the day getting paid for your services how do how does all that work how does the process work so Right now, it's referral-based, right? And like you said, like we were talking about earlier, about connecting with people. Um, so most of my clients right now actually came from people I connected with. Uh, I used to work from Starbucks a lot. I used to just talk with random people there, got their business cards, send them an email, and see if they want to do something. And most of the time, they said no. But after like a few weeks or so, they uh, someone replied to me and said that they knew somebody that needed some work. Um, so that's kind of how I got my first clients as well, just by connecting and being open to people. Have so, you, how, what was that? I'm sorry to cut you off, but a, a big thing that, you know, cause I've, uh, I've researched a lot about digital marketing and it's, uh, it can be over cumbersome. Do you, do you digital market for yourself as well? Like, are you putting, you know, Facebook dollars like to your to your services as well to publish? Not for me to acquire my own clients at this point. Okay. Right now I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like a one man show right now, actually. It's, it's me, I outsource some work if I need to, but for the most part, it's just me, you know? So, so when you, so when you get a client, what, what type of, what type of um, analyst, like analytics, do you do you track prior to your services and then after your services? What are you looking for? Are you looking for, um, you know, conversion or click through or or what kind of process do you look through to kind of show that hey, like my services, I'm you know I'm actually doing something with the dollars that you're giving me. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so with Facebook ads, it's all about conversions, right? Lead generation um, type of ads. Beforehand, I just make sure they already have a good social media presence online just because nowadays it's needed like you were saying earlier and uh so right now what track is leads that's all they care about and that's what i focus on trying to get them as many leads as they can are you are you talking about specific uh like metrics and all that yeah i mean we uh when i when i owned you break i fix uh we had a blanket coverage from uh, a huge digital marketing firm um, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, but they, um, we would have monthly meetings and they would, they would get down in the weeds about a lot of things that I didn't really even care about. The, really the only thing I cared about was the conversion to, to dollars. 
like the leads of, of what you're saying is how many people am I converting from just looking at the website to actually getting into the store and, and purchasing something or, you know, receiving some type of service. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff. I just, I think they, they say, they say all the stuff that sounds smart. Like they want to be the smartest people in the room, but really yeah. to a business owner, the most important thing is I can generate leads that you can at least start the conversation with potential customers that may have not known that you were there unless I would have, you know, developed these keywords, made this copy and then put it out there. Are you, yeah, are yeah, you so you're a one man show. So are you doing, are you doing the copies yourself or are you requesting the copy from the companies that you work with? So I create the copy myself and I run it past them. Every now and then I have a guy on, a, on Fiverr.com who I reach out to and send me some examples of what I could use. To, like if I'm working for a landscaping company and I'm not too familiar with that industry, so I go to somebody that knows about that to give me some advice on what people might be interested in. Do you think you working with like all these different industries um, that just expand your, your product knowledge to, to get more, to get more clients then? I mean, from the aspect of say, like you work with a couple small companies, um, just maybe local. Yeah. Th that obviously when you start to dive into that company and what's important to them, I would assume that it would make it easier to get more clients because not only are you going to get more referrals that way, but now you have something to speak on about that particular industry. Is that something that you're running into? Yeah. So it kind of expands my knowledge in all these industries, right? Because different um, sectors, different like words you need to use for that specific industry. Uh, but at the same time, it is kind of difficult because you're kind of balancing multiple industries at once. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you only have so many hours in the day. Right, right. So, like, right now, my focus is I want, I'm narrowing down into a certain industry right now. I feel like restaurants is a good opportunity for me. And that's kind of what I've been focused on for the past month or two. Just, I guess, creating an expansion to my business, specifically for restaurants, just so I can become like an expert, no, a digital market expert for that industry. Yeah, restaurants and, and whole are... I mean, they're, they're plenty full just as far as market share. Is there, are you targeting particular companies? Are you targeting like the big franchises or are you looking at something like a mom and pop type establishment? So right now it's more local uh, based businesses. So we're going, well, I was talking to a friend and he's kind of helping me as well. We're going for more like bar type uh, restaurants that have bars and they need uh, more traffic to come in take advantage of happy hours and the slow hours, you know? Okay. Along with the digital marketing, uh, are you in the, I guess, are you in the know-how to, to kind of consult with, with companies as well? Um, and it might be an additional product you may have or may have down the line, but where you kind of talk to people about their social media and how to make it better or is that something that you're covering when you're doing their facebook ads i i do actually and this is like a, i guess a separate service i offer it's not what i focus on but it's a 
separate service. Because sometimes I reach out to people, right, that I connect with. It's like, hey, like, I do uh, Facebook advertisements, web, web development. And they don't, sometimes they don't sound interested in that. So I kind of go on the back and research like the social media or any other aspects of their online presence and see what kind of issues they have. And I kind of consult them on how they could do better and what they, what they could do to improve to eventually be able to have them as a, as a client yeah, no, Facebook ad. Yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah, I mean, because especially kind of looking at it through the lens of a one-man show, yeah, it'd probably be a lot of work to not only just it, run their Facebook ads, making sure that the conversions are there, making sure that you're targeting correctly. Um, Cause if you know what you're doing, and I think this is with anything, if you know what you're doing, it is a little bit easier. But from the first time I kind of opened up the Facebook ad page, I was overwhelmed with all the knowledge and all the, what goes into kind of creating uh, a campaign so yeah yeah so to do yeah, that yeah. along with all right well i'll just control your social media as well um i could understand yeah, yeah. how that would be something that is kind of something that you don't want to focus on right away um what yeah, what no. actually got you into like digital marketing versus you know doing something else it's a funny story man it's a funny story i feel like i need to share it um but yeah no i went to college actually i went to utah state university down in Logan, Utah. I was doing my work there. I ended up with a full tuition scholarship um, from a community college in Wyoming. So during college, right, you got bills to pay. You gotta, you wanna have fun and whatnot. But I started researching online, like how, what can I do to make money online? And I came up across this. I think it was like a little video course of doing like affiliate marketing got on that and I thought I saw the potential, you know. So I built my own website, did my own little marketing, Facebook ads, like just uh ad banners like in random websites. And it started resulting started like making me money while I was in college and I didn't have to work like a part time job after school, you know. So I just I just found it interesting. It's like a because I feel like I have an analytical mindset where I kind of focus on numbers and want things to be black or white, you could say. And so I just, I just figured it'd be a good, uh, good career path to take down. Because I actually graduated in finance and economics, and it's still kind of like a analytical mindset skill to have, but. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, like, I'm not. I guess marketing just caught my attention and kind of what I've been focused on lately. Yeah, I, I have a business background as well, and and when it comes to marketing, I think it's a. I think it's at a probably the most important, besides the product or service itself, because if you make a great product or service but no one knows about it, well, you're going to go out of business. So marketing plays a key role into getting the word out there, especially now that we have the internet advertising yeah, yeah. And, and versus traditional advertising where you would take a spot on 
uh, radio or TV or print, it's a lot cheaper to, to run these campaigns now. And you're talking to customers who are more likely to use your service or buy your product than to put a billboard outside and market to people that are not going to ever buy from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Was was because I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of ads for social media marketing and affiliate marketing. Is is your industry of digital marketing? Do you feel at times it may be oversaturated? I feel it is really saturated, actually. Um, I see, like you said, all these ads, people are trying to sell their agency courses or sell the agency services to all types of businesses, you know. But I feel if you have a good good service and customer service, like with me, I try to like be as transparent as possible with my clients. I tell them up front if I can do it or not. And usually I give them like a free, not free, but a testing period. If they don't like my service, I'll give them their money back. Or I just try and help them make them trust me and know that I can deliver results at the end of the day. Is there, and I mean, uh, there's obviously probably conventions um, that have digital marketers that are individuals. Are you, do you network with other, other digital marketers or is that something that, is that something that it's an individual base? Nobody really wants to share secrets. Everyone's, it's like a cutthroat type environment. Or is there a lot of yeah. camaraderie in that community? I feel, well, I do have some friends that do marketing as well, digital marketing. And I feel it's, I feel it's, uh, try and help each other out type of thing. Like I have some work, some clients that need certain, certain types of services that I don't offer and I just outsource that to them, you know, and then it's the same with them. If they don't do Facebook ads or web design, uh, they kind of send, send them over to me as well. So I feel like it's, we help each other out, you know? Okay. Well, I mean, that's good to hear. Cause I mean, there's, there's some industries where, I mean, it's a blatant, I don't work with this person. I'm, I'm doing all this myself because I mean, I want all the money, but, I think the yeah. best thing for, for all parties is, is community. And when you have the same mindset that you have where, you know, you might not be skilled in that industry. So you might hand them over to somebody else. And likewise, if someone needs some web design work or if you're, if, if it's a restaurant in your area and you haven't been able to reach out to them personally, if someone can kind of give you that referral, I mean, that really just makes sense. It makes sense for the client and then it makes sense for the individuals involved because, you know, you're helping somebody else out. You're going to give the client the best, you know, the best result. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I could see in that industry how you would have certain individuals that that all that they want to do is just take on more clients. And then that's, yeah, yeah. And that ends up being bad for the client and ends up being bad for the the agency because now they're overwhelmed. They have all the stuff to do. The copies aren't as good. You know, the revenue is not coming in as it should. And, you know, then they end up going out of business. Yeah. It's, it, it can get scattered pretty easily just because digital marketing encompasses a lot of different services. 
that you feel well they they're interconnected with each other but if you're not focused on certain ones specifically then you can get easy to lost and in turn it's going to affect the results for the client so yeah it just makes things more efficient in the long run if you're able to connect with people who actually offer different services and work together to maximize the results yeah no that that makes sense i mean that makes sense logically but there's a lot of people out there that it doesn't make sense to them what's uh what what are some common myths about the digital marketing industry that you kind of run into facebook ads like it sounds simple from the outside right you just uh go into back end business manager choose some interest choose demographics put an ad up uh image or video up and you're gonna get results that's what i hear from a lot of people but it takes it takes more work than that you know you gotta make sure the numbers are good they're running good you need to do a lot of testing um a lot of retargeting to actually convert these visitors so that's probably the biggest myth that i hear is like they tell me that um that they know how to do facebook ads and i kind of ask them what they're doing and yeah, I feel like they could be doing better just by saying. Yeah, there, there's particular industries that run into that all the time. Uh, yeah. Mechanics, I feel like, is, is one of them. And then when I was in the repair industry as a cell phone technician, you'll get a lot oh, of okay. people that, uh, you know, you, you spend about 15, 20 minutes fixing their phone, and then you charge them X amount of dollars. And when they think that's too expensive, they're like, well, why is this so expensive? You're like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm charging you for my time. And then they then they ask the process and they tell you, oh, well, that sounds easy. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's easy to me because I've been doing it for six years. You know, I think there was a story about Picasso. You know, he draws on a napkin and he sells it for $30,000. And the guy said, I watched you do this for 10 minutes. He's like, it's taken me 30 years to be able to draw this. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think a lot of people, when they, when they look at face value and they kind of, you tell them the process, you're able to tell them simple terms, but when they start to get into it and they see all the different options that they have, and then they have to create the copy and then they have to, you know, select the demographic or where they're going to push it to. um, And then they got to allocate spend, like how much they're going to spend to, to push that advertising out, I mean, it's a lot that can build up in a short amount of time. Exactly, exactly. And most of these business owners, I mean, because I work with local business owners, they usually don't have enough time to, to actually. Yeah, make and that's these the other. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing too. The, their job is to run their business. You know, yeah. As a business owner, you know, myself, I mean, you have to, you have to do tax. You know, you have to pay your taxes. You have to run your payroll. You have to, you know do the day-to-day throughout the store, you know, making sure that customers are taken care of, dealing with customer complaints. The last thing you want to do at the end of the day is hop on Facebook and then run a campaign to get potentially more more problems, pretty much, because more money is more problems, right? Exactly, so, exactly. So it's it's one of those things that I think new um, time business owners, they I definitely think that they should at least get a consultation from you know, somebody that does digital marketing, 
um, get the you know consultation, pay them a hundred dollars. They'll kind of show you, all right, this is what people are looking for in your social media. If you don't have these things, this is what you need. And then put you know go into the I can run your Facebook ads for X amount of dollars a week, a month. You know, decide how much yeah. you want to put towards your advertising dollars, and then this is how much um, you're going to pay me for that service. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the the approach that needs to be done. You know, through the the problems and go on from there. If they they like you, they're going to want to work with you, and then yeah. One step at a time. Through your process, uh, how long how long have you been a digital marketer? For clients specifically, it's been about a year and a half. Okay, so what was what are some of the hurdles that you've run into so far? Um, you know, as you as you do this entrepreneurship, the hurdles in terms of digital marketing, like uh, yeah. trying to get clients. Yeah, uh, or, or anything that you've run into in, in your in your life that is you know that kind of kept you from from progressing um, where you thought you wanted to be. Uh, we could talk digital marketing specifically, but anything that's kind of held you. Yeah, yeah. Well, for for a long time, I was scared of, of like calling people. You know, I want to do everything through through text message or email. And that was a hurdle for me, you know, like it sounds simple, but just for some reason I didn't like it. But yeah, after I overcame that, I was able to, uh, I guess, interact with these clients a little bit easier and uh, and just make things more efficient type of thing, you know. And also like another, in terms of digital marketing, a hurdle when it came to trying to convert these leads into clients was the understanding of them not knowing like the potential of Facebook ads or social media, you know? So that's, that's a hurdle I need to learn just to try and explain things more clearly to them and simply enough for them to understand for them to want to work with me. If that makes sense. So terms of my business side, there's like two hurdles I can see right now. Yeah, I, I mean, especially in, in your industry, I think trust is is a lot more weighted than in other industries because it's yeah. so it's so prevalent. I mean, you're coming in, you're probably cold calling them without a referral sometimes and saying, "Hey, look, like, you know, checked out your social media. You know, I I think I can help you improve on your numbers and and getting more." more customers through the door, you know, from a business owner standpoint, you get solicited a lot. So if you're able to, to develop a relationship with somebody, you know, make a friend out of them. My, my thing when I was researching, cause I always kind of think of what I would do if I was going to get into that industry is I would go to the places I frequent often. So say if I like go to a certain barber, get my hair cut, I would know a little bit already about that individual's market. Cause I go yeah. there. So I know if they have a lot of customers, I know if they're not busy. I know, you know, I obviously know if they have a Facebook or some type of social media presence. 
and then I could start working with them and then have them be my spokesperson for their for their other friends that may have businesses as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's usually what tends to happen. You know, they kind of they're trying to talk to them. Like I said, I met a few people in Starbucks that they didn't end up being clients, but people they knew became my clients. And that's just because we had a good interaction and there's some comfort building in that interaction between us. Other than digital marketing, what, what other things um, kind of take some uh, take up some of your interest? Health. Health is a big thing for me. You know, I go to the gym six days a week, try to take one little rest day yeah. here and there. Um, food as well. Like, I try to stay. I'm not, like, completely, how do you say it? Like, uh, yeah, I do eat and eat out quite often but i try to choose the healthier options um but yeah i think health is probably the, the thing that takes up most of my time as well just trying to stay healthy and get some adequate sleep now is that is that your goal is just overall health are you in the gym trying to get bigger or leaner or you know trying to run uh, triathlons or are you just focused on really just being healthy right now it's just about health actually when I first started my, I guess, health journey, it was like uh, three, three years ago. Yeah, I was focusing on just being fit, being muscular, and all that. And I did get each my goal of being muscular and being fit. But after college, you could say the uh, real life started, and I started with, like, focusing more on business and just more responsibility, you could say. And I started with focusing less on my fitness side of things. So right now, I just focusing on general health, general health, just so I can feel better and be happier with myself. Yeah, I um, I think there's a direct correlation, and I think it's more prevalent because we do have social media now, so we're able to see everyone. Yeah. I think the more health conscious a person is, it transcends throughout the rest of their their being so like their business does better they are able to be more productive they're able to do things that non um, healthy people are able to do you know I see a lot of you know poverty stricken people that are overweight and they're not they don't have accountability they don't have discipline they don't have these other things where if you look at top tiers if you look at Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, you look at Bill Gates, like you look at the top, top guys, they're always making sure that they're living a healthy lifestyle. They're doing, they're in the gym, they're eating right. They do yoga, they meditate, they read, they do all these other things. And I think when you, when you get into the gym, regardless if you're working on just being healthy or if you're trying to bulk up or trying to train for an athletic event, you're prepping your mind along with your body to be able to take yeah. on difficult tasks. Um, exactly, exactly. About yeah, four, yeah. yeah, about four or five months ago, I started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And, you know, I was always a pretty fit person. But when I started doing that, I just, I, it's like my mind and my body started just to become one unit. And I understood oh, yeah. And that's when I, it all kind of clicked for me. It's like, I can't have one or the other. I have to have like both in sequence to make 
you know, the best lifestyle choices. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, sometimes, like, yeah, I don't feel like going to the gym. But like you said, if I go, like, I usually go in the morning. I, I do meditate in the morning. Um, after that, I go to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I feel like I already lost the day type of thing. Like, at least that's my mentality. So uh, even if I don't feel like going, I I show up at least for a 20-minute run, play some basketball or something just to uh, tell myself that I can still move forward throughout the day and not let that be a, an issue. Yeah, I, I, I have a similar I have a similar type of schedule too. I my my jujitsu classes are in the like first thing in the morning, so I oh, have okay. to get up. And in the mornings that I feel like not getting up, my mind pesters me to a point where I can't go back to sleep. Like my mind will tell me like, hey, like you signed up for this. Like don't yeah. be a, don't be a bitch. Get up. Exactly. You're not exactly. going to miss this extra 15, 30 minutes of sleep. And now, like, on the weekends, I, I rarely sleep in because my mind will just tell me – my mind will tell me, like, you're not going to miss that extra 30 minutes or that hour. Like, you're rested. Go yeah, yeah, get yeah. up. Get up. Start your day. And uh, I used to be the total opposite. I mean, I'll sleep when my body needs it, and my body will definitely tell me, like, hey, like, you need a rest. But sometimes yeah. I just wanted to be lazy and just sleep throughout the whole day. Don't we all? Don't we all sometimes? But now it, it's really hard to do that. My body, like I'd have to like have a strenuous work week. I would have had to hit the gym every day that week, and my body would just be in recovery mode at, at that point in time before like I'm able to sleep that that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a good uh, a good habit to have though. So doing it even if you don't feel like doing it yeah I, I it's it's gone with time I think you know as, as you grow you kind of you reassess a lot you reassess you know your values and what you deem important and like you kind of said health is you really only have one body and you know that you know when you're growing up that you're not going to get a new body unless we start cyborging people up all right, but, all right but one, yeah. But once you start getting diseases or you start battling obesity, it makes it that much harder to to enjoy your life. And exactly, when you exactly. leave here, regardless of, you know, the beliefs that one may have, like you're going to be gone. Might as well take care of it. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that as well. They don't realize they need to take care of their health until something drastic to them happens. You know, like until they they get full, they got cancer, they got diabetes. Or that's when they start taking health seriously. When they should have done that, yeah, years um, ago. Right? Yeah, it, it's a huge thing. I mean, life is fickle. I mean, today will tell you that too. I mean, Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace oh, yeah, to him and his daughter. News, yeah. It was horrible news. I was um I was on the computer and like I saw my phone ding and the initial report was TMZ. So when I saw it, like, I got chills down, like, yeah. my whole body. But I was like, oh, it's TMZ. Like, what are they now? And yeah. then I started scouring the net, and it was everywhere. And I was just – I've been all – I've been upset all day about it. Yeah, no, it was crazy for me. So I saw it actually in one of my friends' Instagram stories. And like you said, it was from TMZ as well. So I immediately went on Google and searched Kobe Bryant. I just put Kobe Bryant to see if there was any news. And – Everything was about uh, yesterday when it was yesterday, right? When LeBron well, yeah, when LeBron. Going, yeah. yeah. So everything was about that. I was like, oh, it's fake, right? Like, 
30 minutes later, I went back and like everything was covered in uh, that Kobe Bryant passing. So yeah, it was, I mean, he was a role model to me, man. Like, yeah, he, I grew up with. I think he was for a lot of people. And I, the, the thing that I took a lot from him was his work ethic. He was undoubtedly the hardest worker in the room. And, and I mean, obviously his legacy will speak for itself, but a lot of kids, you know, myself included, took away from that. I mean, he was, he will always be regarded as, as one of the greatest of all time. And it, today is like a grim reminder that anything can happen at any time. I mean, he's, he's done how many helicopter rides in LA, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it, 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 it takes one. That's that's it. So it takes one, but yeah, he's definitely a role model. I remember when he went back to the foul to shoot his foul shot. Um, when he broke his Achilles, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he tore it. Yeah, he and I mean, he's played he with it. he's played with broken broken fingers. He's played. Uh, the guy has no bounds. And yeah, but I mean. He he just had a di- I mean, something. He had Mamba mentality, man. That's the Mamba that's mentality, one. man. It's real. Um, what what else, man? What what else has taken up some of your time? I know I know digital marketing has to be probably number one, and then health will be, you know, close. You know, like a close number one, but hold second. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Do you, I mean, I see you on Instagram every once in a while. I mean, you're obviously enjoying life a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I live in Vegas. You live, live in Vegas, Vegas obviously. So, um, where where does that kind of rank in, in in your life? I mean, like uh, Vegas or yeah, Vegas and the scene there. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, so I do I do go out here and then, like you said, and meet the stress. Vegas is a, I mean, there's always something to do. You can find something new on a Wednesday night if you want to. Uh, when I first got out here, actually, it was like about a year, I would say almost two years now here in Vegas. Yeah, it, it just got overwhelming. You know, you see celebrities, uh, you always have like nightclubs open, you have like shows. So it, it gets overwhelming. So when I first moved out here, I was taking, it was a good distraction for a bit, you could say. Do you, uh, run, but, do you run into Mayweather a lot over there? I've actually seen him a few times in, uh, in the pool parties. Uh, he just shows up with his whole entourage. Pretty much, he's hard to miss, you could say. Yeah, I, I have a I have a couple of friends that live out there, and I mean, they'll always like they'll take a really blurry, like weird angled picture, and they're like, "Oh, there's Mayweather." <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know yeah. he loves it out there. No, he's out. Here. I mean, he lives here, right? So yeah, he's he's out. He's I've seen him, I saw him in the casino once, just walking uh, in the casino floor. But like you said, he's with this whole entourage, and like he's hard to get get a good eye at, you know. Yeah, I mean, he has to have an entourage, right? He he walks around with like a million dollar in cash, like all everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, that bag doesn't leave his hand. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I yeah, now I've seen all types of celebrities. I've seen like what French Montana just walking around. Uh, Yao Ming, I mean, he's hard to miss. Like, for sure, yeah, Yao right. Ming, you can't you can't miss that guy. 
He's I'm like, not walking out one of the stores. He had like uh, bend over a little bit to get out the, the store. It was crazy. Do you uh do you plan on staying in Vegas for you know for a while, or are you looking for somewhere else to to kind of hang your hat? I honestly, right now, I don't feel like I'm gonna be in Vegas for forever. You could say. I would say like right now I'm still, I'm still kind of new here. I'm still getting to know people around here. What I love about Vegas is that net, networking opportunities. People fly in for conferences, trade shows, or just just to do Vegas, you know. And so that's that's the one thing I love about Vegas. I've met so many people, uh, like speakers, just by being out there. So it's a good way to meet new people in different yeah. industries and top level. Yeah, it's got to be the best fly-in city. I mean, you know, you're always seeing new people and. And like you said, it's, an, it's a chance to network. I mean, I, we wouldn't be having this conversation if we wouldn't have, you know, that's, that's had our, had so our conversation. True, so so um, uh, since you're going to be yeah, staying, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, Keep going. No, yeah, so I, I would say I'll probably be here another year or two uh, before I consider another city uh, to move to. Or who knows? Who knows where that's going to take me? I do want to travel a little bit more. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of why I'm grinding more on my business now to make things more flexible for myself to the point where I can travel around the world and work from anywhere. And I feel like once I travel, I'm going to be able to see what certain cities I like, certain vibes, different countries and all this. And I guess make a decision of where I want to go next. I agree with that. I think people need to travel more. People need yeah. to be exposed to different cultures um, even even within the United States, I mean, New York is different vibe than California, you know, and you know, yeah, yeah, East Coast, Colorado, West Coast, I see that yeah. a lot, and you know, the Midwest and and you know, Louisiana, like all of those different places where you can you know meet someone interesting and develop a relationship, and then going abroad, you know, going to you know South America or Africa or wherever it may be to to get out of your comfort zone which is the the most important part you don't want to live and die in your you know hometown and where you know everyone and that's all you know that's actually that's actually what made me come to vegas get out of my comfort zone funny that you said that like yeah like i really didn't know one single person here in vegas when i came here like and i made it i made it i made the decision to move to vegas two weeks before i moved here so it was like a just like a spontaneous thing I needed to do to get it, like you said, get away from my hometown where like it's different. Everybody settling down, having kids, um, doing stuff that I didn't want to, I didn't feel like I needed to do at that time. So in order for me to get out of that was to literally get out of the city environment where I was and put myself in a totally different situation. I hear so, it. I hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. I think uh, I think you're doing well. I think just based on your social media presence, you you show a very transparent life. You know, I think you're all about the grind, about the hustle. I mean, I see you sometimes three, four in the morning up, you know, working on some things. Yeah, and and you know, hopefully it's sh- hopefully it shows with all the hard work that you're putting in. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Yeah, something like those two, three in the morning nights, like, I don't plan on being here that late. But in the back of my mind, it's like, like you can sound kind of stubborn where, like, if I say I'm going to do something, like, I have to do it. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to, like, sleep for the next time. I'll be, like, beating myself up. I, I don't know if that's, that's good or bad. But just, I don't know. I just like knowing that I'm progressing in whatever I'm doing and doing what I say, I'm, doing what I say I'm going to do. If that makes me stay up late and sleep a little bit less, then that's probably what I'm going to do. Yeah, there's um, I mean, there's a there's a constant debate about balance. You know, the work life balance and when. Yeah when you're doing something that you're really passionate about, it's not really a work life balance issue. It's like, you, you know, you have to get things done. You have timelines, yeah. you know, and, and with this whole wrestling thing, it's like when you're, when you're the guy, when you're the first line of defense, there's, there really is no rest. When you yeah, go, yeah. when you go home at night and you know, you got a bunch of stuff to do at the office, you can't, you're not going to get good sleep anyway because you're going to wake up and you're going to freak out about the meetings or or whatever you have going on so i mean i've been there uh i i've I've, uh experienced that firsthand i actually slept at my store um oh did you yeah yeah i i mean i i i breathed my store you know and some that's a sacrifice sometimes you have to make when you you know you just sometimes you got to sacrifice your hometown sometimes you got to leave it sometimes you have to make the decisions that are ultimately going to take you out of the comfort zone and put you into a whole nother arena. And it makes everything else in your life easier. You know, it's like when you, you know, whenever you get to it and you sell your company and, and now you get to, you know, relax a little bit, your day to day is like super easy. It's like right now I work with a company called Asurian and, I don't ever really have a stressful day ever, you know, but I, don't, I don't have to deal with like crabby customers. I don't have to deal with employees that don't want to show up or anything like that. And now I'm just like, okay, like I'll probably, I'll probably always like get back into entrepreneurship. You know, I got a few things lined up where, uh, where I'm working on, on the side, but I mean, I, I scaled a business within two, three years and, you know, I made out, you know, with my sanity. So, so, so taking a little break now, and I'll eventually get back into it. I just don't know what, um, what path I want to take yet. I mean, we just gotta try different stuff, right? Just yeah, see what we like and all that. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's just I mean, when you if you have the entrepreneur like mindset, like it's just a matter of time before you get yeah. into something else. Always, op- yeah, op- opportunity always uh, comes knocking, right? Is that? You hear that phrase? Yeah, you just gotta open the door. You gotta open the door, yeah. And I, I get that a lot. Like I have a, a lot of opportunity around me right now, just from people I met. If I'm focusing on this specifically right now, but I can see the stores that are available to me uh, if I want to open them, just because the people I've met here in Vegas and people I've been connected with um out here so there's definitely a lot of opportunity and like you said if you got entrepreneurship mindset then there's never going to be no opportunities they're always going to be out there i i agree 
Um, listen, man, is, was there any questions that I didn't ask that you wish I would have asked before we roll this up? I I feel like you covered it quite a bit right now. You see, I like told I, you. I told you. Like, yeah. I have maybe one or two, and then the rest of yeah. the questions, I mean, it just it just progresses with uh, – with the interview, man, um, it just flows, right? Like, like yeah. I said, it's like a, what, like a one of first podcast ever. So I, I like it. I like it. Just you never know where you're gonna end up, and you end up talking about things, getting deeper, and just learning about each other. That's it, man. Um, and hopefully, like, look, hopefully, your audience can get something out of it as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's why I asked some of the questions that I that I asked because I know that your industry is something that a lot of people look into, and some of them may be maybe uh, be afraid they might be intimidated by it and to get somebody on here that you know can kind of talk to those points a little bit and give us their journey on hey this is how I got into it yeah that I mean it, it might help I mean even if it only helps one person to get into that industry I mean you change one one person's life exactly exactly that's all about it you know just push forward that's awesome all right, look, man, I want to catch up with you um, probably in a few months, maybe, you know, six or whenever you're available. And we'll, we'll talk again, see where you're at, see where you're progressing, see if you had any uh, any more hurdles that, that come into your life, man. But real quick, man, just uh, drop all your social. Social media, right? So I'm, I, I'm on Instagram a lot. I'm a personal page and my business page, you call it. On Instagram, it's the dot jb dot muniz muniz is spelled m-u-n-i-z on facebook it's boulevard muniz i'm not sure if you're gonna be able to link this i'm gonna link it all yeah man that's no problem but yeah i I can send it over to you and you can link it up but yeah man i look forward to catching up to you again and you got a website, right? If if somebody wanted to maybe inquire about your services, do you oh, yeah, have a website oh, yeah. as well? For my business website, yeah, it's Eleba. It's E L E B A Digital dot com. Yeah, and no. Eleba, I, I, I told Eleba just because I mean in Spanish it means rise. So pretty sure. There you go, man. There you go, man. I appreciate you, and don't worry, man. I'll link all your social media, man. So so we'll get that going okay man uh, all right for sure for sure all right and thanks all for right, being man, on the show good. yeah have a good talking to you wish you the best yes sir all right we'll talk to you soon man sounds good all right